Hello, everybody. My name is Joe Renee Feeler, and welcome to today's message. Um, I love to share live messages, and over the holidays, I got a little bit off schedule with family events and other things going on in my life, which some of you know about if you're subscribed to my newsletters. Um, so I shared last week, I believe, in a newsletter a lot of personal things that are going on, um, health-related challenges with my family, extended family, um, and it felt good to share that in a newsletter, and I, I felt so much love in response from you, and I just want to say thank you. This really does feel like an extended family, to me anyway, and I know to some of you as well, this community that we are. Um, so thank you for all that you are. All right, let me, I just want to make sure I have everything right, okay. Because I've, I didn't do this right before. Okay. Very good. Okay, I think we're right. Anyway, so that was a, that was a vulnerable share. I'm not going to talk about it here. Um, and it won't be in a video. So if you don't get my newsletters, then you're not going to know what's going on. <laughs> so anyway, a little bonus for the newsletter folks. Um, but speaking of family, what I've noticed is that when we are together, whether it's at an event or on a trip or in a session or even in a class where we're not all speaking or an event like this, right, where we're not all sharing, but we're so connected at that heart level, at that soul level, and the love that we feel for each other. I know I feel the love from you, and I hope that you feel the love from me. Um, my love for you is real, and I am so excited that we've ah, just kind of said screw it to some of the things in our lives that just didn't make sense, or some of the ways that this world works that never worked for us, right? So this opportunity that we have to, okay, let's see, sorry, all these little clicky things. Um, this opportunity that we have to truly create our own sense of space, to create a space for our own light is so important right now. And a lot of us have been doing this a while, so we're more in the groove. Some of us are still a little bit newer to this idea of creating space for who and what you are and what you feel you are eternally and making that light, making that love real in this reality. Okay, so it's fun to hang out together because no matter where you are in that kind of experience level, it's about your light, not mine. It's about your light, not this community's. So it, it's something that it doesn't require going off into a cave. It doesn't require years of study or years of learning. In some cases, I actually feel like the less kind of you know in terms of modern day wisdom of enlightenment and consciousness, the better. It's kind of interesting, isn't it? Because there's less unlearning to do. And sadly, there are a lot of consciousness and enlightenment teachings that don't get us what, what they, I want to say, should, what we deserve. They don't get us personally connected to the light of source that we are. And you guys, that's really why I do what I do. Because I, I didn't research what else is out there, but I've seen very clearly the effects of what's out there, and we can do better. So I'm appreciative of everything else that's out there. And... I love what's working for me. I love what my team shows me. And I love to share that with you so that you can try it on for yourself and decide if it's a fit for you as well. Okay. All right. Let me get a drink of water here and then we'll get started.
<laughs> yeah, and my team is like, do you want to tell them about your weekend? I could. <laughs> I will. <laughs> okay, here we go. Um, so my 15-year-old daughter, Olivia, has um, my, both of my daughters like some YouTubers. Like some of these YouTubers, and I, I think I've spoken this before after, after I got back from VidCon, I took both of my daughters to VidCon, which is like a YouTuber's convention um, in yeah, not San Diego, Anaheim. It was in June of last year, 2017. Um, and of course, they want to go in this year. Did you know that some of the YouTubers that are really, really big, they have like 19, actually 30-something million followers, PewDiePie. I know they have these funny names. And then the one that Olivia wanted to see that he had an event in Salt Lake City this weekend, his name, well, his real name was Mark, but he goes by Markiplier, and he has like 19 million subscribers. So it's, it's just, I love kind of observing the whole YouTube culture and how um, they're seen as outcasts by the traditional entertainment industry because they didn't go through the normal gatekeepers of Hollywood and the kind of established entertainment industry. So YouTubers is like a world of hackers, <laughs> and I consider myself a hacker in a lot of ways too, where we really just are sliding into um, creating a space to share from for ourselves, whether it's a creative expression or for me a soulful expression. And anyway, so I took Olivia to Salt Lake City to see Markiplier. Um, fabulous. He's talented in a whole bunch of different ways. And even though I'm not into his channel, I don't personally subscribe to him. I can really appreciate who and what he is and what he does and all these sweet and sometimes not so sweet teenagers and, and millennials um, that were kind of in the audience there at the um, Eccles Center, whatever, I think it's Eccles Center in Salt Lake City. Anyway, but we got fogged in. So we were supposed to go in just for one night, Saturday night, and then fly back Sunday. And we, Olivia and I went into a movie. We saw The Greatest Showman um, on Sunday afternoon near our hotel and it was bright and sunny when we walked in at like two o'clock and then the movie ended. We walked outside, our flight was supposed to be at 8.30 at night and it's just like thick fog. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> almost like the world has changed since we came into and out of that movie. So our flight ended up being canceled after several delays. So we ended up staying overnight and then we weren't able to get home until last night at about nine o'clock. So not things did not go as planned but you know we made the best of it so anyway jeff was here with georgia so it we all made it good all right i don't know why we want to talk about that but let's get started okay i invite you to take up a couple nice deep breaths we are going to do a deeper meditation here at the beginning um, and some of you aren't as used to those deeper meditations so this may be new for you and i hope you like it and if you don't that's okay too we don't have to like everything okay close your eyes please and start slowing down your breathing and deeper breaths, feeling your breath even into your belly as you inhale and exhale. As you focus on your breathing, we would like you to imagine a beautiful pyramid it can be as big as you want it to be, but I'm imagining it's about as tall as your hand. And the base of the pyramid is right at, um, I want to say your, well, for the dudes, this won't work, but for the bra line, for the ladies. So right, yeah, just right here, 
Oh, right here. Okay. This is the base of the pyramid, tip pointing up. And it's about the height of your hand, however tall your hand is. And as you breathe, imagine that that base grows. And as it grows, you can feel a light from within you. Or imagine, please, a light within you filling up that pyramid from the inside out. Beautiful. So the light expands in this pyramid within you. And the base of the pyramid expands as you're breathing and relaxing your body. And now I'm seeing that our pyramids are starting to rotate. They're starting to spin. If I look down on the pyramid, it's spinning in a counterclockwise rotation. And now it's creating a sibling pyramid base to base. So the next one is pointing downward and it's spinning in the opposite direction. Okay, beautiful job. Both are just filled with the light of your soulfulness. Now imagine that the tops of the pyramid are also spinning on their own and now detaching from the pyramids, spinning in the opposite direction from its base. Just let it happen naturally, you guys. You don't have to like, wait, what did she say? Just, just enjoy, okay? I, I assure you it's happening for you, okay? Okay, so now the tips, the tops of the pyramids are detaching, the bases of the pyramid are now detaching from each other. And now they're spreading out within our bodies. Now they're big enough to be wider than arms reach. Beautiful, now they're all flipping. So now the pyramids are tip to tip. The little tippy tops of each pyramid are also connected to each other, pointing towards each other. Oh my God, this is so cool. Okay, so from right where you are, just stay nice and calm and still and I'm gonna tell you something about what's going on here. These pyramids are holding codes of your soul signature, your favorite things about this reality, your favorite things about every reality you've ever experienced as a soul, which is way more than earth, okay? And also your favorite parts that you want to insert into this reality that you've never seen in any other reality before, but you wanna bring something new online. Okay, good. So these pyramids are like kind of casting out in a very, like these spirals, there's these codes they don't really have a visual appearance, you guys. I can just feel it. So these codes are sort of casting out with these beautiful spirals from each and every one of them, helping you disseminate the seeds of your love, the fruits of your wisdom, and the efforts of your timeless love in this reality to go along with your human, your journey, and everything that is good and upward spiraling in this reality. Okay, beautiful. So all those spirals are happening and then these pyramids are just being put back together again. 
the, the little lids, the tops on each pyramid are, are just being inserted right back into um, the rest of its pyramid. They're going back to where they were when we started with the one pointing downward and the one pointing upward, the base is connected. They're going back to their original size from when we started. We have another step here in just a minute. Now that these are coming together, the bottom one is flipping back into the top one again. So we just have one pyramid. It was the height of our hand, remember? And now I'd like you to take, hopefully your right hand, and put it just right in front of your chest. And that pyramid is gonna sit right in your hand. So one, two, three, okay, good. And now it just, as it landed in your hand, it flattened in your hand, almost like a piece of paper, like a papyrus. It is a papyrus now. Okay, and then close your hand like you're closing around a scroll. Oh, I don't know why we're doing this part, but now I want you to bring that hand, open the palm and put it on your, on your forehead and on your third eye, actually. So just touch it to your third eye and now touch your hands together in a, like a, a namaste or a, um, what would it be? Not konnichiwa, <laughs> but a, a thank you, the bow. I know in Japanese cultures, co-transition and transformation, dissemination complete. And I, for some reason, I'm wanting to rub my palms together, almost like twisting them. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> okay. I, yeah, thank you. <laughs> All right. How are you guys doing? <laughs> Woo. All righty. Okay, very, very good, everybody. How are you? I am curious in the chat. I'm just going to go over in the chat. All right, anybody go ahead and type in the chat room if you want to about what's going on, <laughs> what's going on with you, because that felt fabulous. I just want to say thank you to my team and all of our teams for what we just created right there together. It's funny, I have this interesting, almost like a I don't know what that is. It feels almost like I bumped my head, and my team is like, maybe you did bump your head on the plane yesterday. I think I may have. <laughs> anyway, something is kind of feeling funny in my crown chakra right there. Oh, mercy. Okay, that felt fabulous. Okay, good. I love this feedback. Okay, Alina saying tingly. My palms almost felt magnetic. I love that. Liliana saying whoa. And Suzanne is saying that was very profound. I feel very different now. <laughs> okay, very good. Oh my goodness. Oh my heavens. Okay, we may sing today. I just feel it. Okay, maybe towards the end because I know some of you don't like the singing. Um, and I, <laughs> I'll try not to take that personally. You know, it's okay. All right, so we have a message today from the team. I'm sorry, I keep kind of like, where is my chair going? Um, let me see what the message is after that amazing <sighs> experience we just all did there together. Alrighty. Hmm. <sighs> it was time for new codes. And this group never runs out of codes. This group is consistently creating new codes to go with all the other ways that you are you in this reality. 
we love it that this group in particular, probably more so than other groups that we interact with, have allowed that to not be a mental exercise, that you've accepted and embraced the idea that code carrying, code releasing, code making, code creation, the technology of divine and sacred tech, the sacred technology of, of um, uh, sacred codes, cosmic codes, is something that the human brain really was never meant to understand, doesn't need to understand, and it's kind of a fruitless exercise to try and understand it. So those of you that have allowed for your very amazing brains uh, to be, you know, itself and be very intelligent, but also recognizing its limitations, and that uh, awareness, that acceptance has allowed for more of that soulful intelligence to come online for yourself. So if, if you personally haven't made that transition yet, where you're still trying to figure things out with, with that, the human brain, um, there's, a whole new, <laughs> there's a whole new level of enlightenment. And of course, enlightenment, the definition is the light within, the light of source that is eternal, that cannot be turned off, that cannot be broken, that can never be understood by the human brain. If some of you are still trying to do that with the brain, then there's a huge upgrade and actually endless upgrades ready for you. So really any of you that have been feeling stuck in your consciousness and your expansion and your spiritual experiencing, that's probably the biggest thing is that you're using too much of your brain and you're not giving enough credit to the timelessness, the eternal soulfulness that you are not just in the all that is, but of course, if you're that in the all that is, then you're still that in your humanness. Yes, makes sense. If you're that eternally, then you're that here too. Okay, there we go. Wink, wink. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> there is part of us that wants to talk about what these mean <laughs> and what's in store. What is in store, we can assure you, is heightened unpredictability. And that's one of the reasons our partner, we wanted her to share that a story about this weekend. It was, it, was such, it was such a simple thing on paper. She flew in with her daughter on Saturday night. She was going to fly out Sunday night, have a little extra time in Salt Lake on Sunday to hang out, do whatever. Um, and even that simple one overnight, two-day trip <laughs> ended up being something very different. Um, and it's, it's perfect. I mean, there's no like specific reason. Nothing major eventful happened Sunday night. Nothing horrible would have happened had her flight left on Sunday as planned. Just things don't always go as planned on earth. And it's more likely that things don't go as planned. So expecting the unpredictability, the lack of predictability is actually a very savvy way, particularly for this group, to continue to move forward. So it's interesting that our prediction is that it's unpredictable. Our prediction is that your lives will become more, less predictable. <laughs> and we know we're going to be right. That's a 100% certain prediction right there. But it's become a, a thing. The game of predictions, the game of who could predict and how accurate were they, the game of trying to predict humanity, trying to predict individually a journey, trying to predict anything, um, there's a lot of layers to this. That's fine for some. It is. 
And some will continue to use their gifts and their efforts and create time for those exercises, either on the creation mode, if they're, if they have gifts in that ability, um, in that area, and for those that kind of are consuming those predictive prediction messages and kind of craving them. Um, what we would like to point out is for those that, those that do create, crave a prediction, they're looking for stability. And there's parts of their humanness that feel more secure if they have a bit of a heads up about what's going on in, this, in your reality. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, what the downside of it is that when things don't go as planned, then sometimes those folks get shaken. And then it's, they may blame that messenger that they, they got it wrong. Um, but really what they're, the big opportunity that we would say for, for anyone that, that gets rattled by a kind of a, an inaccurate or um, when the prediction doesn't go as, when things don't go as planned and they get rattled, what we would say to them is that there are other gears, there are other layers of you that are much more savvy at handling the uncertainty of earth and you haven't fostered them yet. In other words, you haven't nurtured and really chosen to realize how well you thrive in uncertainty because there've been so many parts of all of your lives that have completely come out of the expression left field, that have completely been completely unexpected. And you ended up not only making it work, you meant, a lot of you ended up making it work really, really well even though you didn't plan for it. You're savvier at uncertainty than you realize. And for those of you that are more naturally savvy at uncertainty, you're going to feel the most excited about what's going on, okay? Because the way that humanity is going off script at this point is unprecedented. There are so many parts about what is going on in humanity right now that are completely off script. And that's actually one of the reasons for a lot of the chaos that you are seeing, whether it's in media and those that are supposed to help ease the fears of people and help calm everybody down, they're actually like less able to do their job because they're unstable, because they can't find the rationality and the logic to explain what's going on. So the unpredictability for them is, is still playing out. You're definitely seeing this in the USA with the um, still, the election results were over a year ago now, right? I mean, think about that. The election results from the 2016 election were over a year ago. And there's still people that are upset about it. Some people are still even, still even um, are feeling shaken about the fact that, that one of the candidates wasn't on the ticket, Bernie Sanders. So it's just, it's really interesting how some of the, oh yeah, sure, that's going to happen. And then it doesn't happen. And it's like, there's, a, there's some individuals that just can't let it go. And they're like, no, I, I refuse to accept this outcome. I refuse to accept this timeline that they're sitting on. It's fascinating. So for those that are more in the mainstream audiences, which of course is not this group, but those that hang out more in the mainstream spaces, they are more um, kind of caught in that uh, incessant spin of well, when are things going to calm down? They keep waiting for things to calm down, but they're not going to. In other words, they keep waiting for things to get predictable again. They keep, wait they keep waiting for it to play by the script that they want it to be because maybe they felt like they had it before. 
from our perspective, they didn't have the script before either. They just were more comfortable with the script and the, the range of expectations was more in a state of comfort for them. Okay. All right. So this group, this group right here, you are incredibly savvy at the uncertainty and we just want to really like give like high fives to those that naturally feel that grace and ease and flow with just being able to roll with it when things don't go as planned. Um, that's a gift that you have that not everybody else has. Everybody has the ability, but it comes more naturally to some relative to others. So for those that it comes to you naturally, we celebrate this. We're glad that you brought with you into your reality, these gifts and abilities, because it does help settle and it does help offset some of the other more chaotic, um, oh no, type frequencies and vibrations that are on the planet at this time, okay? So thank you for that. And also, please allow yourself a maybe more compassion and more understanding and grace towards your, your fellow family, cosmic family members that, that it doesn't come as naturally to them. Helping, and this comes up, I know in Jill's private session work a lot, um, for those of you that are a natural stabilizer in this reality, sometimes you may not appreciate as much how valuable that is to be a stabilizer to someone that does not have that ability, okay? So when others feel reassured just by talking to you, just by reading your Facebook post, just by hearing your voice, it's perfect. It's perfect. Just by you being you. And for those of you that are, are the ones that are calmed by that, don't, <laughs> we don't see you as any less, right, than that other person. You have gifts and abilities and things that come more naturally to you than they may have. So it's all a beautiful system of what you brought in as your soulfulness. Those codes of love and light <clears throat> and eternal source energy that you inserted into this reality that you brought with you from home into this temporary home known as Earth. There are benefits to unpredictability. There are benefits to going off script. While others are, I just want to take my time with this. The words, the energy feels so deep and so important. And I want to hang exactly the right words on these. Okay, these energy packets. It's not that we celebrate the chaos and the uncertainty and those that are terrified of the timeline that they're on. We don't, we don't celebrate that as something that like, yay, they're suffering, right? Not in that way. But it creates a really valuable distraction to a group like this that is so focused and is hopefully increasingly decisive 
about the version of light, the version of a soul signature that you want to be. Not that someone else told you you could be or that any, you know, anything about what someone said that you should be, but about who and what you feel you are from the inside out as your soulfulness, as your expression of love, as your experience of, of divine energy in this reality, as your one, as your you, as your precious one. That distraction that a lot of the world is involved in right now actually frees up some of the, um, I want to say, spice and flavor of unpredictability in this reality. And that is, to your, that is to the advantage of anyone that enjoys going off script. In other words, anyone that enjoys going away from the mainstream energy to be more uniquely and even more independently your one. So you will feel more and more freedom to choose your own responses, to truly um, feel a wider range of your free will in this reality and enjoying that, enjoying that sovereignty. Now there's a caveat here, and that's, and Jill has seen this in her work most recently. Those of you that look for signs, those of you that look for cues and clues from your, your world for what you should do or, you know, like which step next to take, it's going to take you longer to make decisions, okay? Because those clues and cues that you had been using from your outer world that may have worked really, really well, they're, from what our, our prediction is that they're going to work less well going forward because you're going to get conflicting cues all over the place. And I know for, for Jill, she had two different individuals that had said yes, for example, to the Egypt and Petra Jordan trip. And um, they, so they said yes. And then within five days, uh, they were like, okay, no. And Jill could feel that they were um, just like, okay, maybe I want to wait, maybe not. And it's not necessarily that they were looking for clues and cues in their outer world, but there was definitely a lot of indecision and uncertainty. And again, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but for those that, again, look for clues and cues in your world to tell you what to do, that's going to be a less successful system for you. Okay. So um, making strides in your life to be more decisive, not from an outer world experience, but from your inner world, inner reality experience of number one, what do you want to happen? That's the, that's the first step. What do you want to happen? And then number two, responding to the stimuli about whether that actually is possible, is feasible, is logical, is rational. Can you make that happen? And is, is, is the world showing you, is the physical matter of your reality showing you that it's responsive to that? And again, it's not, it's not lack of manifestation abilities if it doesn't go that way, right? It's not personal if you don't get what you want. And it's not a lesson from your soul if you, if you don't get what you want. It's just this reality being unpredictable, okay? So the less personal you make it, the more masterful you're going to feel, number one, and truly the more masterful you're behaving because you're claiming your sovereignty irrespective of the circumstances about whether you're getting what you want or not, okay? As compared to having your sovereignty be conditional on how well of a manifester you are or are not. 
you may, you may want to listen to that part again. <laughs> uh, okay, and for those of you that are live, if you have a question about that, that will help me say it in a, perhaps a clearer way, um, I'm open to that. So uh, type it in the questions if, you, if you're like, can I, have, can I have that another way, please? Um, because that was really important right there. And it's funny, I can feel that in a right hemisphere kind of way. So what does it mean to be decisive? It doesn't mean being dogmatic. It just, it goes back to that step one. It's about being as clear as you can be about what you want, okay? And we don't always get what we want. We don't always get what we want. I really wanted to be home Sunday night <laughs> for Olivia and I, and I'm, I'm sliding back in here, for Olivia and I to be back home with Jeff and Georgia. And our kitty Smokey was, has had some little health problems here and there. So anyway, I wanted to see how Smokey was doing and just the whole tribe, the whole feeler tribe back together again. That didn't happen. Um, and Samson just went, his little snarty thing. <laughs> um, but Olivia and I responded. I mean, we were still, I mean, I had a moment where I was starting to get kind of annoyed and pissed off at the Salt Lake City Airport. And then I was like, um, anyway. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, does this matter? And they're like, yes, just say it. Okay, so there was a time when I was on the Delta help phone um, in my in the terminal where Olivia and I were. We were all ready to go home Sunday night, and it was I think three different cancellations, um, or excuse me, delay notices. And then I just kept feeling, and I said to her, I said, I just keep waiting for them to just say the flight's canceled, but I don't want to leave the airport until I know that it's canceled. And then we already had a hotel arranged at the, um, a hotel nearby. So we had a place to sleep and then we'd come back the next day. Um, but at one point I started to get annoyed by not knowing what was going on because <laughs> I'm a major informer as Jill. Um, so that means I like to be informed, right? And informer Jill felt very uninformed and informer Jill was very, getting very cranky. So most of it was fine and Olivia and I were giggly and, and you know, we were fine. And then at one point I started to get stressed about something because I just wanted to know what was going to happen. So I said, I just touched Olivia's hand and she, she knows me well enough. We have a very smooth energy field for each other. Um, yeah, most of the time, mostly through her life, we've had that. So I just touched her hand and then she knew it was just me like, okay, I, I'm good. And then she put, so I put my hand on her hand and then she put her other hand over my hand. And while she was doing something else, she was looking at something and she just put, she just knew what I needed. And I just went, ah, and she kind of, she goes, you good? And I was like, I'm going to be. <laughs> and then I started to giggle probably just like that. Um, and then I was back into the version of Jill that I liked the best, but it was a little bit, you know, kind of up and down and up and down in my, in my emotions about whether, but most of, most of it, we were good. And we just kind of responded to the situation at hand and Hey, I got home. <laughs> so that's good. <sighs> All right. Okay. Let's see how you guys are doing. Okay. So Caroline, or is it Carolyn is saying clarity versus certainty came up for me yesterday and I have been playing with that for the last 24 hours. Interesting, it is coming up today again, yeah. It is interesting, Carolyn, I agree. Um, yeah, yeah, so comfort with uncertainty, I definitely heard that from the team. Let me, I'm just gonna see if there's anything else that they wanna talk about as I have a sip of my coffee. You guys wanna see my, my not so pretty cup? It was a fundraiser for my daughters a few years ago. Boise State Broncos, Woohoo! Okay. Alrighty. Let me see what's next. 
or is that complete? Okay. Ah, okay, that's big. Okay, okay, that's so good. Okay, so again, I just want to take my time with the words here. For, for those that in a group like this have been in the habit of creating a lot of time for figuring out what will happen, not unlike Jill in the airport, like what's going to happen? Is the flight going to be canceled or not going to be canceled? We see that you're actually underestimating how much energy you're using for that. In other words, you're using a lot more energy than you probably realize trying to figure out what's going to happen. And it is draining. It's frustrating. It's, it's most of the time feeling unsuccessful. So your, your brain is telling yourself in these instances that you need to know what will happen so that you can be your best you. But from our perspective, that's actually not true. So the brain, in this case, we're going to hand it a different set of instructions for you to consider. Instead of a, instead of the brain saying in a before mode, okay, I need to know what will happen so that I can be my best me. And an improvement that we would offer is, you don't need to know what will happen, you just need to be prepared for you to be, it's like take responsibility for who and what you are, no matter what happens, okay? Jill's flight getting canceled was one of the worst scenarios that could have happened one F, right? Because bad things can happen when you try and land and, and take off in fog, right? But canceling the flight, not getting home was definitely on the don't want that to happen list. But they made the best of it. They, they realized once they saw the fog and their Uber driver mentioned that Salt Lake City Airport was turning into a bit of a mess, um, very chaotic, canceled flights, etc. She was already getting prepped that things may not go as planned. What we're telling you now is that 2018 and beyond will not go as planned. <laughs> May not, now not, that's not everything. Don't, don't say, well, nothing was go, will go as planned. But be prepared for yourself that you've got this. Just like Olivia said to Jill, you good? You got this? You do have this. And you've shown that to yourself more times than we can even count more times than you can recall. So you do have this. And by not needing a prediction or not needing to know, like, okay, should I do this or should I do that, um, which is the right way, that you will make, whatever you do, you will make it good. You will make it right for you. You will choose to be a version of yourself that you like no matter what happens. In other words, you will choose to be a loving being that you are no matter what. And when you don't, say sorry to yourself, say sorry to the other person, no big deal. You never need to apologize to us because we understand the constructs of earth probably better than your human does. So our forgiveness, our grace, our compassion for when you are not your, when you, when you don't like yourself is endless. Our grace for you in those moments is endless. Just like the favorite people in your life, that they may have a bad moment or make a so-called bad decision, 
turn into a version of themselves that, that they don't like and maybe you don't like, and then they say, sorry, I don't know what came over me. And you're like, oh, that's nothing when you mean it, when you really love them so much that they really, it's like they can't do it wrong, that it, you didn't even notice. I mean, you're like, oh, that's fine. I, I know who you really are. I know that that isn't how you normally are. Come here, let me, let me give you a hug, right? We are endlessly grace, gracious and compassionate and forgiving of you. And we do wish that you were more that way of yourselves. Okay. So the energy that you free up from trying to predict how things will go so that you can convince your brain that you're going to be okay can then be used for what do you want, being decisive about what you want, responding to the, the facts of the matter and how things actually are going, and focus on spending time in yourself, making further and further strides to fully embody your humanness. There are some that are still not quite in the body. They're a little bit off to the left, a little bit off to the right. They're not sure if this is where they really want to be. And of course, the soul is saying, too late, <laughs> too late to question that. <laughs> so from a soulfulness perspective, we're always encouraging you to dig in really embrace the fact that you have a human so that you can make the most of your human experience by being the eternal love that you are. It's really not that hard. Your brain is making a lot harder, making it a lot harder than it needs to be. So watch out for that. Be willing to question your brain when these different thoughts and ideas come up that you can call bullshit on when it's just misinformed about what's going on and about why you're here, which is to be the love of source that you are. Hmm. Okay. <sighs> okay, already. All right, let me see what's going on here. Otherwise, I think we'll wrap up. There's some good things in the chat here. I love you guys so much. Okay, lots of relatability. I'm just contemplating if I'm going to sing, and now I can watch the numbers drop off. <laughs> I love you guys. Uh, before I, I, I share a little share a little ditty, um, I won't do it a cappella. I'm just feeling a little too tired for that today. Um, but before we do that, what do I want you guys to know? Oh, yes, okay. Um, February 16th, I will be on uh, Beyond the Ordinary again with John Burgos, so please save the date for that. So that will be at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, very late <laughs> for those of you in Europe. I may sneeze here. Ah, sorry if I'm going to sneeze here in a second. Ooh. Um, so that's January 16th. And then I do have some other uh, like just city visits where I'll set up an event in my, in my head and in my heart, but not on paper yet. So I'm not going to announce those. Um, the France trip is definitely a go. That one's ready. And you can check that out on my website or just Google Jill Renee Feeler France. 
Um, and that I'm sure that link will come up easily that way. And then also the Platinum Age Retreat is also a go. And that is um, also just look up Jill Renee Feeler Zion um, on Google. And I'm sure you'll get the link for that for the 2018 trip. The Egypt and Petra trip is coming up quickly. It's less than a month away now. Oh, so excited for that. The, the, sooner, the sooner it's coming to it, the more, oh, the more I just feel it in a really, really good way. I can't wait. Yeah, anyway. Okay. Um, what else is going on? I don't know what the special offer will be yet for Beyond the Ordinary. And so playing with that with my team, if I... If I want to set up a whole new series or what we want to do there, so we're still playing with that. And we have time to play with that still, so that's good. So I'm not decided yet, but I will be soon. All right. I'm spinning a little bit. I wonder if you guys are too. Oh, thank you, Carolyn. She's saying, love, John, love when you two get together. I do too. Oh, Deirdre, she's saying, please sing, love your voice. Oh, Suzanne said it too. I love you guys. You're just, you're just buttering me up. <laughs> okay, all right, let me see here. Close enough. Um, I do want to do another song. I don't, I don't know why I'm feeling this, but I am. Um, it's a Carrie Underwood, Underwood song. Oh, and I have to think of what, oh, what is it? Home, okay, temporary home. Oh, it's a great song, and it's better than what we just did because it's faster. And this one I know better. Six years old, a little too used to being alone. Another new mom and dad, another school, another house that'll never be home. When people ask him how he likes this place. He looks up and says with a smile on his face, This is my temporary home. It's not where I belong. Windows and rooms that I'm passing through. This is just a stop on the way to where I'm going. I'm not afraid because I know this is my temporary home. for a job, looking for a way out, cause a halfway house will never be a home. 
At night she whispers to her baby girl, someday we'll find out there's here in this world. This is our temporary home. It's not where we belong. Windows and rooms that we're passing through. This is just a stop on the way to where we're going. I'm not afraid because I know this is our temporary home. Old man in hospital bed. The room is filled with people. And whispers don't cry for me. I'll see you all someday. You know, This is my temporary home. It's not where I belong. Windows and rooms that I'm passing through. This is just a stop on the way to where I'm going. I'm not afraid because I know this is my temporary this is our temporary as i was saying that i remembered that uh that part about her dad in the in the song dying and I was just like okay I'm not gonna be able to get those words out but um whew. all right you guys go make that temporary home good your body this reality loving your light nurturing your light in this reality that will not do it for you okay I love you so much and we'll talk to you next week check out my website at jillreneefeeler.com that's jillreneefeeler.com, J-A-L-L-R-E-N-E-E-F as in Frank, E-E-L-E-R.com. I love you guys so much. Bye-bye for now. This is a temporary home. Okay, you guys, let me show you where some of the stuff is that we talked about. Um, the trips are right here on my website, jillreneefeeler.com. And then if you look in the store, you'll see, whoops, it went away too quickly, um, travel and on-site events. And you just click on that. And then you scroll down here and the first, uh, the current three trips that are available right now, um, the Marie Magdalene trip is right here. So just you'd click there. The Zion trip is right here. 
the Egypt and Petra Jordan trip um, are right here, but that one it's getting really close. So you need to you'd need to move really fast <laughs> to uh, to jump in on that one. Um, I don't have other in-person events um, underway right now. Um, the other thing you may want to see um, online classes. There are some of my extra favorites if you click on the extra hot <laughs> section right there. And private sessions, book now, there's client reviews that you can look at right here, and then instructions for rescheduling for those of you that something came up. Um, that doesn't happen very often that somebody needs to reschedule, but I want to keep it easy. Uh, let's see, any archived um, messages, previous messages that we've shared are right here in the blog. Um, is the gifted messages and podcasts. And then there's also articles that I write sometimes. I've gotten out of the habit of writing. Um, and then also interviews. And I just had an interview last Wednesday that I absolutely loved. So you'll find that right there. Interviews is another way. It's like listening in on a on a enlightened, well, we hope it to be enlightened, <laughs> um, but really cutting edge conversation. And what I hear from some of you is you love the interviews because it's like listening in on, listening in on the conversations that you love to have or that you wish you, wish you could have because you wish you knew somebody that you could have that kind of conversation with. So come on, join us vicariously, <laughs> right? Join in. And then also we talked about the newsletter. It's right here under home and the newsletter sign up. Okay. All right, uh, let's see what else. If you go to the very bottom of the website, you'll also see the links to social media for those of you that may not be connected right now with me on Facebook, on Twitter, um, on YouTube, you're probably watching this, and then Google+. I don't really do a lot on Google+, but anyway. Um, the Facebook one, actually, some of you, yeah, it's interesting how some of you watch my videos, but you don't uh, do anything with me on Facebook, and of course, that's your choice. But you are missing out on some stuff because there are a lot of things I share most often on Facebook just because I'm in the habit. It's really easy for me to do so. I can just click something in there and then it doesn't even touch my YouTube channel, that stuff. Okay, so like here is an interview that I liked between Joe Rogan and John Anthony West. Yes, I appreciate Joe Rogan. <laughs> um, let's see what else. The link to the um, conversation I had with Tanya Penny that I was just talking about in the interviews. There's newsletter links there for those that um, will see it quicker on Facebook. Let's see what else. Da, da, da. Yeah, I, I occasionally post YouTube videos, um, which you guys would see anyway. I posted a picture of my family recently. And there's other just downloads that I get. And this image that I shared came in with a, with a download that was kind of cool. So. Anyway, I think that's it um, in terms of what I wanted to share with you today. I love you guys. Bye-bye again.